All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Brian Hurlbert uh, joining us here. Sportsbook Radio, good stuff. Now, tomorrow's July 4th, and Tuesdays, we always talk to our good friends, John and Mike, when we head east to Baltimore on Tuesdays. Now, next week, uh, John's going to be in studio with us, but... Uh, as they'll be shooting fireworks off in Baltimore, we thought we'd give them a shout on a Monday and see what's shaking. You can get hold of John and Mike, johnsyndicate.com, 800-880-7507. Well, what do they got, fireworks uh, in the in the harbor there? We're celebrating because I know that you were watching before you went on the air the Sweden League, right? <laughs> and what? the Swedish League, where we're already 2-1 and one with a 4-1 win. We had the side and we had the total on the over. And if you can pronounce this, I'm taking you out for Buffalo Wings. Is DJUR Garden, Jur Garden, Jurgarden. in the Sweden the Alsvenskan League. Yeah, Jur Garden. You were you were you were handicapping that before you came on yeah. there, weren't you? I, now I know you guys are knee deep in this, you and and Mike, and, and you follow. The, I mean, has it gotten to the point? I mean, you don't have to watch these things. I mean, you you do your oh, homework. No, 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 listen, no, I've no, already no, played no, but like, are you J one league tomorrow? Are, so, like, are you watching these things too? Like following absolutely, along? Absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> I was, was going to say, yeah, there's no, in the Japan League, there's no, ga- no guy named Larry Smith. Good luck pronouncing those. No, 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 no. Listen, I have a Norway Division Two, uh, Sweden League One, Iceland, Japan, and the UEFA <laughs> Qualifying Cup. We've already got plays in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because, you know, the thing is, like with Japan, the game started at 5 in the morning, tomorrow morning my time, which if I was in Vegas, which I will be, maybe I would watch because it would only be 2 a.m. and I'd still be up. Hey, Mike, um, Mike, we're gonna, well, Mike, you're going to have the, con- uh, the CONCACAF stuff and obviously the World Cup qualifiers are continuing. But then you got an international friendly the other night with the U.S. Uh, and it was kind of a makeshift lineup. Uh, and but they won. They beat Ghana two one. Uh, are you getting involved in these international friendlies too? Well, and and they're actually doing the the USA tour coming up as well, where a lot of those European clubs come over to over here and they play a friendly, and it's really for the fans. But there is a lot of there is an edge in these games because a lot of the players that play, you'll know prior to the game starting which lineups are going to be in. And it's also a substitution thing where normally you only have three subs in soccer in a regulation match, and in these friendlies, it, you could have ten. So ah. these players are a lot well more rested, and there's a lot more fluency. So the teams that are deeper seem to come out on top because they're still trying to win the game and show their U.S. fans that they're that much better uh, than the other team uh, when uh, they normally don't get to play them at all. All right, now, now based on what you just said, and maybe you answered it there. Uh, but that's int- that's so intriguing that so many more guys will come in with fresh legs. Uh, you think it has a bigger impact on the deeper team, or does it also have an impact? You believe on the totals that they are there's not a lot of lag time out there. Guys are always going for it. Well, you'd be surprised. Like last summer, I tracked it as well. The totals weren't that much heavier because they were still playing really tough, but it was a lot more fresh legs out there. So it, the competition was still really strong at the end of the game rather than it being a regulation you know, exhibition where a lot of the guys are just packing it in because they really was just for show. So, Brian, let's put it this way. It's a good thing that I'm 2-0 and with my source information in soccer because he's a homer, so you know he took the non-selected play to our clients, which we didn't give out. You know you know, he took the Orioles and, and that's, crushed 8-1 in the sixth and, inning. And that's the Bre- <laughs> that is the Brewers up 8-1. <laughs> but, you know, they cannot win on the road, this team. It's they don't unbelievable. hit. They, what happened to their bats? 
you know, I, I don't know. Mike, I'll let you talk about it. All I can say is this. They're 25-16 and 16 at home, and after today, they'll be 15-26 and 26 on mm. the road. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, you know, this is the thing. you got WNBA, which we've been full throttled in. We have CFL. I think we're 5-1 and one in CFL right now. What was the last play we had in CFL? We had the BC Lions. You know all about the BC Lions, don't you? That's up near. Well, you're close to the Canadian border when you go to Buffalo. Don't they have any Canadian football team up there? No. You well, get all these you guys. You got the Argos. There. You got the Argos. There you go. Exactly. Maybe we can go to an Argo game next week. No. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just adamantly opposed to, you know, the high drama, the game's tied, and, you know, they, they, they march downfield, uh, move the chains. Get there and two seconds to go. You punt the ball into the end zone and win the game. I don't know. This doesn't work. It's hilarious. Baltimore has another league and another football league here that they launched this year. They put lines up on everything because people are hungry to bet football. So I will tell you that when CFL started two Thursdays ago, our membership increased about tenfold because people are just, they don't care. I always say, don't worry about what shape the ball is, but they still like that oblong brown ball the most. And it's a coming. Your Ravens get Macklin, get a little help on offense there, and everybody's starting to do their work. Football talk uh, will really kick in in the next few weeks. Yeah, absolutely, and you're going to need a towel for to wipe the sweat off your face this next week because the humidities. I, I rode yesterday. I'm a cyclist, as you know. It was only about 94 degrees, but with the humidity, it was like 118 in a swamp. <laughs> nice. I wonder if that's. So I'm sure Buffalo's got the yeah, same weather. It's, the it's, thing it's was, a garden spot. <laughs> well, the thing is this. The thing is this: these MLB players have to play in this swamp weather on the East Coast. Yep, it's gotta, it's gotta just crush them when they're out there that long. I mean, it's just so hot; it's unbearable to the point that you know the dry heat has to be more livable, especially if you're sitting out there four or five hours on the mound. Well, and that's a great point, and I think to, to John's point, Mike, it's that time of year where some guys take forever to get out of the gate, get going, and then they find a rhythm and the heat actually helps them, and then you get some of these guys that were fresh as a daisy, came out of the gate, get off to good starts in the season on the hill, and all of a sudden the heat and humidity kicks in, and they just fall off a cliff. Well, yeah, and especially starting early in the season with these pitchers, once they have at least 10 games under their belt and they have 10 decisions, they've kind of already been in the flow, but now the humidity sets in. It's just a little heavier to breathe, and especially these starting pitchers, they're not lasting as long as they did early in the season, and then the relief comes in, and it's just a free-for-all at that point. Like we always talk about, if you're going to bet the starting pitcher, do it in the first spot. Hey, a little short, little yeah, short, a little short and sweet today because we're, we're cramming a bunch of stuff in with the fourth tomorrow. Finally, John, I would ask you, uh, you're not a bashful guy. Are, are you one I'm bringing of, fireworks for uh, Exactly was going to be my question. Are you that guy? Are you the one on your street or your neighborhood, uh, you know, shooting things into Everyone the sky? Everyone knows it's Fourth of July on my block. Is that right? Are you that guy? That's it. Uh, <laughs> and you should see the outfit. I look like Uncle Sam. I'm red, white, oh, blue, my. through and through. I mean, you're, put it this way: your fireworks display will have a grand finale. Absolutely, and I might even say go. Oh my God! All right, we'll see you here in studio next week, right? I'll see you next Tuesday, nice and toasty. Uh, Mike, have a happy 4th. Uh, John, we look forward to seeing you next week. Get hold of the guys, Thanks, 800-880-7507. Syndicate.com. Good stuff today. Thanks to Brian Hurlbut. Thanks to Mike Lewis and Chuck Esposito. Vegas Hockey Hotline in the on-deck circle. 
Uh, we're going to get you all caught up to date. All the moves around the league. Wrap up the Golden Knights developmental camp. Paul Cullen's going to be in studio from the Battleborn Injury Lawyers. Former hockey player. This guy knows his stuff. We got a lot of good stuff coming up. We invite you to keep it right here, AM 1400 KSHP. You're listening to Sports Talk 1400 KSHP, North Las Vegas. At Oasis Bar and Grill, they have everything 